before the fallen with proud thanksgiving a mother for her children England mourns for her dead across the sea flesh of her flesh they were spirit of her spirit fallen in the cause of the free solemn the drums thrill death august and royal sing sorrow up into immortal spheres there is music in the midst of desolation and the glory that shines upon our tears they went with songs to the battle they were young straight of limb true of eye steady and aglow they were staunch to the end against odds uncounted they fell with their faces to the foe they shall grow not old as we that are left grow old age shall not weary them nor the years condemn at the going down of the sun and in the morning we will remember them they mingle not with their laughing comrades again they sit no more at familiar tables of home they have no lot in our labor of the daytime they sleep beyond england's foam but where our desires are and our hopes profound felt as a well spring that is hidden from sight to the innermost heart of their own land they are known as the stars are known to the night as the stars that shall be bright when we are dust moving in marches upon the heavenly plain as the stars that are starry in the time of our darkness to the end to the end they remain that was the voice of the first world war poet Lawrence Binion reading his own poem for the fallen Welcome to this time of prayer and reflection on the 8th of November 2020, which is Remembrance Sunday. Let us pray. Ever-living God, we remember those whom you have gathered from the storm of war into the peace of your presence. May that same peace calm our fears, bring justice to all peoples, and establish harmony among the nations. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. As we remember today, we listen now to the hymn, Abide With Me.
reading from the Wisdom of Solomon, chapter 6, verses 12 to 16. Wisdom is radiant and unfading, and she is easily discerned by those who love her, and is found by those who seek her. She hastens to make herself known to those who desire her. One who rises early to seek her will have no difficulty, for she will be found sitting at the gate. To fix one's thought on her is perfect understanding and one who is vigilant on her account will soon be free from care, because she goes about seeking those worthy of her, and she graciously appears to them in their paths and meets them in every thought. This is the word of the Lord. Psalm 70 O God, make speed to save me. O Lord, make haste to help me. Let those who seek my life be put to shame and confusion. Let them be turned back and disgraced who wish me evil. Let those who mock and deride me turn back because of their shame. But let all who seek you rejoice and be glad in you. Let those who love your salvation say always, Great is the Lord. As for me, I am poor and needy. Come to me quickly, O God. You are my help and my deliverer. O Lord, do not delay. Amen. And a reading from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 25, verses 1 to 13. The kingdom of heaven will be like this. Ten bridesmaids took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. When the foolish took their lamps, they took no oil with them, but the wise took flasks of oil with their lamps. As the bridegroom was delayed, all of them became drowsy and slept. But at midnight there was a shout, Look, here's the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all those bridesmaids got up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for the lamps are going out. But the wise replied, No, there will not be enough for you and for us. You'd better go to the dealers and buy some for yourselves. And while they went to buy it, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went with him into the wedding banquet, and the door was shut. Later the other bridesmaids came also, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he replied, Truly I tell you, I do not know you. Keep awake, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour. This is the word of the Lord. Being vigilant for wisdom, the practice of standing to. A talk for Remembrance Sunday. Of all the demanding tasks for the soldiers on the Western Front, surely one of the hardest was being on sentry duty. At all times of day, sentries were posted to keep watch for enemy movements. Sometimes small trenches called saps were driven under the barbed wire into no man's land to watch and listen to whatever the enemy was up to. Being vigilant was essential, for it was seldom quiet on the Western Front. In the six months leading up to the Battle of the Somme in July 1916, although there was no major battle in progress, 
the British army still suffered well over 107,000 casualties. At all times, a sentry's duty was maximum alertness, and falling asleep on the job was potentially a capital offence. Sentries were forbidden to smoke, as it could attract unwelcome enemy attention. The writer Saki H. H. Munro, a lance sergeant in the Royal Fusiliers, died at the Somme in 1916. It is said that his last words were, put that bloody cigarette out, before he was shot by a sniper. At dawn each day, everyone was put on high alert, in total vigilance, in a daily ritual called Stand To. As the sun was rising... Every man had to turn out and stand on the fire step of the trench with guns and grenades at the ready in case the Germans, masked by the rising sun in the east, should choose that moment to launch an attack. It was the most nerve-shredding time of day. Once the sun had risen, the danger was deemed to have passed and the men stood down to cook and eat their breakfast. Alertness, vigilance. These were essential qualities of every soldier on every side in World War I and remain so for everyone involved in armed conflict today. This is what Lawrence Binion alludes to in his poem For the Fallen when he describes the young soldiers as straight of limb, true of eye, steady and aglow. Staunch to the end against odds uncounted they fell with their faces to the foe. Alertness is, of course, a universally useful quality for humans and all other living beings. It is described as the state of active attention by high sensory awareness, such as being watchful and prompt to meet danger or emergency, or being quick to perceive and act. It is related to psychology as well as to physiology. In other words, it involves our bodies and minds working together. The word alert comes from the Italian alerta, meaning on the watch. Of course, being constantly alert is more or less impossible. This is why, during the Second World War, soldiers and aviators were given drugs to increase their alertness during long periods on duty. British troops used 72 million amphetamine tablets in the Second World War, and the RAF used so many that, according to one report, it was methadrine that won the Battle of Britain. A lack of alertness is a symptom of a number of conditions, including narcolepsy, attention deficit disorder, chronic fatigue syndrome, depression or sleep deprivation. But morally, as communities and nations, it is hubris which perhaps most often causes us to lose sight of what is happening around us. Hubris meaning excessive pride or self-confidence, being so self-assured in our own ways that we get taken by surprise by events which, if we'd been more careful and watchful, we might have seen coming and avoided. The hubris among economists was shaken in 2008 when the banks collapsed. The coronavirus crisis challenges our overconfidence in our abilities to limitlessly manipulate nature for our own gain. In Greek tragedy, hubris leads to nemesis, excessive pride towards or defiance of the gods, leads inevitably to the downfall of a god, a person or a people.
Is this why our Judeo-Christian scriptures so elevate the need for us to be alert? Solomon wrote that to fix one's thought on wisdom is perfect understanding. Those vigilant for wisdom will be free from care. Jesus concluded the story of the foolish bridesmaids by entreating his listeners to keep awake, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour. And elsewhere, he famously told his followers to watch and pray. Keep watching and praying that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak, he said. It may be hyperbolic to say that we are living in dangerous times, for every time in history has carried its own dangers, but we certainly should be ever willing to learn from those who would teach us how to be alert, how to practice wisdom in the way we think and exercise wisdom in the way we act. For the hostile tribalism and pernicious forms of nationalism which stirred the world to such excessive violent conflict in the 20th century never went away in peacetime. Those forces are powerfully present in alert, altered but recognisable forms today and we should be on lookout for them creeping into our own hearts and minds or gathering influence in our own community. We should be ready to protect against these powers by paying close attention to the voices of goodwill in our world, by attending to the wisdom in our scriptures and other inspirational writings, by offering prayers for protection and direction, by purging the evil from our hearts in penitence when we find it there, and protesting it when we see it in the world around us. Like those whose sacrificial ways we commemorate today, let us also work for the well-being of our world. As our day begins each morning, let us share the practice of standing too. Let us pray. We pray for the service men and women who have died in the violence of war, each one remembered by and known to God. May God give peace. For those who love them, in death as in life, offering the distress of our grief and the sadness of our loss, may God give peace. For all members of the armed forces who are in danger this day, Remembering family, friends and all who pray for their safe return, may God give peace. For civilian women, children and men whose lives are disfigured by war or terror, calling to mind in penitence the anger and hatreds of humanity, may God give peace. For peacemakers and peacekeepers who seek to keep this world secure and free, May God give peace. For all who bear the burden and privilege of leadership, political, military and religious, asking for gifts of wisdom and resolve in the search for reconciliation and peace. May God give peace. Amen. In our prayers today, let us remember with the worldwide church, the church in the province of the West Indies under the leadership of Howard Gregory and all God's people there 
at this time of the coronavirus lockdown in England and in other countries across the world. We pray for all those who are most affected by this virus, those who are ill at home or in hospital with it, and those who are caring for them, those who have lost loved ones to this disease, and all those who are at this time anxious, worried, concerned for their health, and those concerned for their well-being, whose work, whose daily life, whose investment, whose family arrangements uh, have been turned upside down and who are worried about the future. We pray for those seeking to bring peace of heart and mind those seeking to bring relief, physical, financial, seeking to feed the hungry and help the poor in these days. In our own community, we give thanks for the recently married couple, Phil and Emery, Emily Howard, and ask for God's blessing on their marriage. We pray for those who are in ill health, Joan Robson, Jane Lodge, Peter Reed, Ian Woodburn, John Richards, Ian Hopley, and others who are on our hearts today. Praying for them and those who are caring for them. We pray for those who have died, John Smale, Jean Richards, John Lovett, ask God's blessing on them and on their families who love them and miss them. God, our refuge and strength, bring near the day when wars shall cease and poverty and pain shall end, that earth may know the peace of heaven through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. We listen now to the hymn, Dear Lord and Father of Mankind.
We close with a blessing. Go forth into the world in peace. Be of good courage. Hold fast that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the afflicted. Honour everyone. Love and serve the Lord, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit and the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son and Holy Spirit be with you now and remain with you always. Amen.